When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. Hello, welcome to it. It is a Tuesday night Sports Day edition. Hello to all our listeners uh, throughout Queensland. Jason Matthews in flying solo tonight, although Daddy Vass will be in real soon to help me out with a bit of team list Tuesday action. Our Queensland teams, of course, in action, including the Bronx this weekend. Um, I know the Dolphins fly out this afternoon. They flew out this afternoon, I should say, as they head over to New Zealand to play the Warriors. So they've got a pretty good team, and we'll get into some of those big ins uh, real soon. We're here for Kia and also Nutrient Act Solutions going further for Australian farmers. The QRL CEO, Ben Iken, joined Pat Welsh and Ian Healy this morning on SCNQ Breakfast in Brisbane. And boy, didn't he have a few things to say. He let rip at the uh, Australian Rugby League Commission, Volandis. No one was spared. It was a very, very interesting chat that he had. And we'll play that for you in full real soon. It's some, if you're a rugby league fan in Queensland, well, from Papua New Guinea down to the Tweed, you'll want to have a listen to this because Benny Iken, the CEO of the QRL, did not hold back. Teamless Tuesday, as I said, uh, Suncorp safe segment as well, but in the news, massive news around today. Roosters and Kiwi bad boy, Jared Waria Hargraves, has announced he will leave the Roosters. Thank goodness. At the end of 2024 and continue his career in the Super League, he's 35 years of age. And there's only a, a few of them left from that 2013 Premiership winning side. And he's one of them. He's been a wonderful servant, magnificent servant for, for the Roosters. And I know he's Sats' favourite player. But this will be vice-captain of the Roosters his last year at the club before going over to make some coin in the Super League. What are your thoughts on this man? Oh, I, look, I love him. He plays, well, I reckon he puts his foot over the line a lot, but he takes it to the line. He's an aggressive player, a nice human being. And I tell you what, the game will be less without Jared Waria Hargraves playing in 2025. Your thoughts, 0457 736 736. Manly's Josh Schuster has pulled himself out of the Vegas season opener after pulling up with calf soreness yesterday. He's had, he's, he's been, has he been unlucky? Has he been lazy? Has he not prepared himself properly over the off season? Because he's had a lot going, he's had a, he's been sick. Well, he had the measles, he can't help that. He's, um, he's been plagued with this calf soreness all pre-season. Why not get it sorted? He's on 800 grand a year. Not that that makes a, a, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're on 800 grand a year or 400 grand a year, a professional footballer. You should be ready to go by round one. Um, Anthony Seabold, 
has said today that he's just he's happy for him to stay home and just get himself right for, for round two when they take on the Roosters back in Australia. So that's big news for Manly. Great news for us South supporters. Fantastic for us South supporters as as he won't be travelling to, to Vegas to take them on. And it appears that NRL expansion in Queensland is at a crossroads with Van Eiken taking aim at P- PBL this morning on SENQ Breakfast. Um, oh, it's huge. It's a huge chat. In fact, you know, I'm not going to muck around. I'm going to play it next. The full interview with Benny Eichen and Pat Welsh and Ian Healy. It's next on Sports Day. We're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. Well, he's played 150 NRL games, 17 Origins, tests for Australia. But I wonder whether that prepared Benny Eichen for the rough and tumble of NRL and rugby league politics. Ben, good morning to you. Morning, gents. What's harder? Playing, uh, or, playing raising, or, or fighting raising, with, with head office? Raising four kids. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> or a different perspective. Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay. Yeah, so. No, look... Um, very different. Um, I will say it feels some days like rugby league is a brutal collision sport on and off the field. Um, <laughs> but we fight for it because we care, right? And um, what this current role has allowed me to do is to get out across the state, even up into PNG, and meet a whole lot of good people who give a whole lot of their precious time to the game yeah. for nothing simply because they love the game. And that sort of reminds you... When you get into tussles like we are with our governing body in Sydney, who are you fighting for? Yes. So how is the relationship? I know, you know, we're talking litigation, we're talking, you know, requests for money for origin <laughs> camps and, you know, Foley Shield. Are you and PVL and Andrew Abdo, you're on talking terms at the moment? I feel like you know the answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, we're headed to court and that was over uh, last year's, uh, budget approval process and it hasn't got much better this year and the scary thing for us is while we're seemingly not being able to talk sense into our national governing body about what needs to happen you know at the grassroots level the other sports are mobilizing at a rate of knots the AFL in particular um, is pronouncing from Melbourne that they're going to be the number one game in Queensland in 10 years and the only way they're going to be able to do it is with a, an aligned approach with the people who work in Queensland and a whole lot of cash. Mm. And, um, you know, if we're not careful, uh, if we don't kind of take advantage of the popularity of our sport, then they will catch us, and that's a scary proposition. Yes, and, and you are in alignment with New South Wales as well. They've got similar challenges down there. Exactly the same, yeah. So it's just... Look, we're trying to educate the powers that be about how the participation flows through the game. You know, we've got sort of three big pillars, and it's the same for all elite sports, the big tier ones, is there's the community aspect. So I'll talk from a Queensland perspective. We've got 370 community clubs that participate in 34 leagues, you know, circa 70,000 players, 20,000 volunteers. It's a big beast, right? Um, But... It underpins um, the success further up. Then sitting on top of that, you guys know our Host Plus Cup and our yep. BMD Premiership, so our statewide competitions. 
that go open age, under-19s, under-17s for male and female. They run from PNG all the way down to Tweed, so 15 clubs, uh, creating opportunity not just for players but coaches and match officials and administrators right across our state. That's an incredible... That's an incredible coverage, you know. I don't know. Rugby league probably don't know how special that is and the amount of money that must take those statewide comps because I don't know whether other sports have got that. They don't. Like, you know, that you hear these people get in interviews and rabbit on about, you know, bush footy and we need to do more for the bush. Yes. Our statewide competitions are the best bush footy comps in the world. Yeah. You think about it. We go from Port Moresby to Cairns, to Townsend, Mackay, to Rockhampton, down to the Sunshine Coast, out to Toowoomba, into Ipswich, down to the Tweed, back up through the Gold Coast, and into Brisbane. It connects sub-elite rugby league from uh, PNG in the north right down to Tweed in the south. Yep. And those six teams that each of those clubs run create opportunity for uh, boys and girls through to young men and young women to realise their NRL and NRLW dreams. And so our argument with the powers that be in Sydney, uh, p- respect what we've created in Queensland and invest in it. Because yeah. at the moment, you know, what we're asking for is $10 million in total to spread across those 15 clubs. Mm. $10 million in total, right? They each run six teams. That's all. Whereas you go into an NRL club, $17 million each, plus another couple of million if you run an NRLW side. We're asking for $10 million for 15 clubs. Mm. I just don't understand the logic behind rejecting that. Now, I can't understand it either, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this, and I, and I know your chairman is very passionate about it, and he'll, he'll, he's like a dog <laughs> with a bone. But, you know, then we read, Benny, that the AFL apparently has this billion-dollar war chest to start. And, and, you know, you ask a lot of parents, they say, well, the kids are coming home with, you know, the Oz kick little packs with footies and, you know, like... T- free tickets to a game and, you know, if the kids go to the game, a parent has got to take them, etc. Um, do you feel like you're under attack at the moment? I feel like we're under-resourced, you know, while other games uh, clearly realise that the battle's, you know, on the ground to win the hearts and minds of the mums and dads and the little boys and girls, you know. The AFL are planning and spending today to shore up their future for the next 50 years. You know, we can't seem to get around the table with our decision-makers and hatch a joint plan. It's really alarming. And, you know, in this latest round of uh, budget approvals, like this is how scary it gets. We're having things rejected in writing on the basis that they don't align with the NRL's participation growth strategy. Now, silly old me thought, well, hang on, I haven't seen this document. Maybe they're making some sense or they've got some ideas. So you ring and request the document only to be told it doesn't exist. Oh, Jesus. Really? It's embarrassing. And they're not easy yeah. to read either, those strategy documents either. <laughs> so well done for <laughs> being willing to read it. I just, w- <laughs> I just want to see one. <laughs> you know, if we're, if we're being told that, you know, our Foley Shield can't be funded, which is 75 years old, our 47th Battalion Carnival can't be funded because it's 53 years old. So a collective history of 128 years because of some strategy, then at least produce the strategy. Mm. Now, they're the, yeah. I mean, they're the sort of comps that I grew up on as, as a country kid. You know, from Bundy, you knew about the the 47th Battalion. You knew about the Foley Shield. You knew about the legendary stories that emanated from those. And, uh, yeah, it, I mean, you can't, tra- you can't trample you know? history. 
Well, you can't, and it, it's and look, they, they're not. They don't take the same form today as they did. No, you know, I know. Thirty and forty years ago, the bush has changed, so we've evolved with it. But you know, history is important, and so those carnivals have been redesigned as the kind of bush has changed its demographic and you know population base. Um, but they're still important because community rugby league, by the time you get out of southeast Queensland, because we're the most decentralised state in the country, needs to have competitions that are fit for purpose, just like our pathway. You know, it's all, everything's kind of centralised sort of between Canberra and Newcastle by the time you get to New South Wales. For us, I spoke about our pathway, PNG to Tweed. And then once you get into community rugby league, you know, I've been to places like Miles and Chinchilla. I was out of Mount Isa before Christmas. Is that they need solutions that are fit for purpose in Queensland, for regional Queensland. And that's what we're going to keep fighting for. Mm. So there is a spark still out there in, in rugby league. Yeah, it just looks different. Yep. Like you, I was in uh, Mount Isa before Christmas with Robbie Catter having a bit of a town hall with all the you know, local rugby league um, volunteers and staff members. And, you know, there's been changes in the mine, which has affected the town, which meant, you know, there's there's shift changes, you get less volunteers. There's a whole lot of stuff that happens in individual towns just in those specific towns. And so when you get to those regions, the solution around rugby league, which we know if it's done well will help benefit the community, needs to look a little different from town to town. But you don't know that unless you get on the plane and go there, get on the ground and talk to people. So that's the role of the QRL is to make sure that each of those leagues have a voice back down to Brisbane. And then the role of myself and Bruce Hatcher, our chairman, is to get to Sydney and then convey those messages from right across Queensland to the decision makers around our funding request. Mm. How are we through the corridor where the East Tigers will look at the Tigers? So Logan through to the Downs, which encompasses Springfield. Well, it's flying. You know, like, look, to be fair, even though we haven't got an NRL team in Ipswich and Toowoomba, you know, so sort of Western Brisbane, uh, Southwest Queensland, that's why we fought for funding for the Western Clydesdale. Yes. To have a sub-league yeah. rugby league, a statewide club, you know, so that there was a, an academy or a pathway for players and coaches and, and match officials and administrators in that area. But they put in writing last year to us that they did not approve participation of the Western Clydesdales in our competition, nor did they see any benefit to the whole of game for the Clydesdales' existence. Mm. But who, who says that? Let yeah, alone on the Darling Downs, please. It's been one of the strongholds. Yeah. And I mean, the road from to, uh, Ipswich to Woomba is called Darren Lockyer Way. <laughs> yeah, um, and you, you haven't even been able to get to the bottom of who said that? I, I know who said it because it was in writing. It was yeah. the NRL chief executive. But it was written on behalf of the Australian Rugby League Commission. Yes, right, yeah. So the two power brokers are, are about to head to Vegas. It seems like this impasse is going to go on for a while longer. We don't know. You know, we've had to take last year's funding debacle to court, so that'll play out. But as I said, uh, the funding approval process for 24 seems to have gotten worse. So we'll just keep uh, turning up, fighting the good fight, and hopefully. You know, this process, judicial process that we're going through at the moment will resolve the issue so that Grassroots Rugby League uh, in the two most important uh, markets, New South Wales and Queensland, gets the funding that it, it deserves. And this year, Benny, you're after $10 million for those 15 Host Plus clubs. 
Yeah, so okay. that, those those clubs are on the same money, same grants yep. that they were getting pre-COVID. Yep, and it's always well, been light on. And so, it, yeah, and so they, they live on the breadline, right? So the, yep. the, the RLC, as best I can tell, are just trying to take a cost recovery approach, you know, give them the bare minimum um, so they can function. Whereas we're saying, listen, you've got these 15 clubs in all of these key markets right across we- regional Queensland invest more money in them so they can have more good people to do more good work. The framework exists. Just give us the money to give them so they can fight for rugby league. While the other the other sports, soccer and AFL in particular, uh, coming up here and going after green space and building facilities and doing more work in the ground, flooding Queensland with more game development. Like it's, we're, we're, we're punching above our weight effectively. It's, it's the same money since pre-COVID uh, for the state leagues, while the NRL clubs and players have had a massive lift in remuneration. And let's not forget, just last week, the ARLC announced a $60 million surplus and an extra $100 million in revenue. So yeah. it's not as though they can't afford to give us the money that we, we need. Yeah, and they're out buying hotels, etc. <laughs> I'm, I'm on your side. I'm, I'm on your side. I'm on yours and Bruce Hatch's side. There's... There's no doubt about that. Hey, we, fighting, we, yeah, I want you to keep a tally of how many committee meetings you've been to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, wow. It's, I reckon it's fantastic that, that, you know, we've got guys like you and Bruce at the pointy end of it, uh, you know, fighting the battle for um, uh, thousands of volunteers and players out there, mate. Mm. Uh, we've got to get to the news, but Ben, I can really appreciate your time today. Thanks, Benny. Thanks, guys. See ya. QRL CEO, Ben Eichem. We're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. Uh, Welcome back to the show. Jason Matthews here tonight. Uh, Sat's back uh, tomorrow night, which is good news from his holiday in Vietnam. Or there's a rumour going around he was filming a television show. I don't know what's going on there. Hey, um... Time for our Suncorp Safe segment. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Suncorp Home Resilience. Off the back of that chat with Ben Eichen, with Patton Hills before, is expansion in the western corridor of southeast Queensland between Ipswich or around that area up to up to the Darling Downs, is it safe? A PBL won't even recognise the importance. And I tell you now, I'm telling you, like the amount of money the AFL has is incredible, absolutely incredible. And if I know, I know the excuse for giving the Dolphins the license was because Brisbane fans, you know, Brisbane cover the West. They don't really, they don't. And right now, you've got the lines set up beautifully out at Springwood. And you're going to see, mark my words, more and more rugby league posts come down and more AFL sticks go up, particularly in schools. It happened at my kid's school, Helensvale High School. Used to be a wonderful rugby league school. Jaden Campbell, probably the latest first grader to come out of there. They don't have a rugby league program anymore. It's gone. Guess what it's been replaced with? AFL. An AFL academy. If weaseled their way in there and said, right, we want the kids of the future playing our game. Now, a lot of the kids that go to, say, and I had this chat with with a colleague here at SEN today, they may play rugby, and they should be doing this in in 
primary school as well, yes. But a lot of the kids that go to schools like Helensvale, they'll, they'll play rugby league or, or junior footy through primary school. And then they get to high school and they go, oh, I want to play footy, but there's no rugby league. Uh, all right, I'll give AFL a go. And then bang, next thing you know it, they're playing AFL. They've ditched rugby league. Or they may play both sports, but all of a sudden are exposed to AFL. Rugby league has to take the Western Corridor of Brisbane seriously. It is a growth corridor, one of the fastest growing regions in Australia. It is rugby league heartland. And you're just going to give it away to the AFL. We've been banging on about this for years. Nobody knows this better than Scott Sattler. He was a part of the Jets bid for that 17th license for the NRL. But yet, we're going to go and stick a license in Papua New Guinea and nothing against PNG. But don't you think you should look after your growth corridor? That'd be like the NRL not having a team in Parramatta or even Penrith. Imagine leaving that to soccer or imagine leaving that to AFL and not having rugby league teams in that region. Well, this is the western suburbs of Sydney. It's your blue-collar, hard-working, footy-loving population. Pull your head out of your backside, Pete. Stop worrying about Vegas and start worrying about where teams are needed in Australia and where the AFL are just slowly, and they don't care if it takes 50 years, are slowly eroding players of the future and they're going to AFL. What are your thoughts? 0457 736 736. Is expansion in the Western Corridor of Brisbane safe? Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp and our real updates on the way next. Thanks to Reem. We're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. TLT. Are we still playing this theme this year? I like it. Yeah, why not? TLT, Teamless Tuesday for a trial. This is the most ridiculous bit of content you'll hear on radio today. I can't believe we're doing Teamless when we don't even know who the hell's playing. We don't know the names, I mean. So we've got week two of the trials. The Broncos are putting together what? A mishmash of Host Plus Cup teams, are they, Daddy? Yeah, absolutely depleted obviously, with the with the team flying to Vegas. But there are some names, familiar names around. Right, yeah, uh, let's we do can, it. We can fly through it. I'll be uh, doing it for Reem, by the way. Yeah, so they got Hoyta, Piera, Rogers, Falls, Moza, and Pakes. They're the players with some... Well, Pakes played last week. Yeah, yeah. He can't catch a break. He, uh, he's been named at 19. Okay. Yeah, the young Moza's starting over him there. So, um... Brad Parker yeah. named in the back row. Yeah, if you got that what? What? <laughs> He's transitioning into the uh, into the back row, Woogie. What? So. He's transitioning. Yeah. Oh, what's the thing people do nowadays? Uh, what about the Dolphins? They flew out this afternoon to New Zealand. Yeah, full strength side. Uh, Wayne's is, named there. Is, is old, old man Wallace back? No, he's not playing this week. He's travelling. Well, he's not playing. That bum was meant to come and do sports study. He goes, oh, I've got to go to New Zealand Tuesday, Arva. Oh, there you go. Bugger. Rightio, full strength for the Dolphins. Cowboys? Yes, all the big guns are back. Drinky's in. Uh, we got Holmes in the side. Uh, Cotter's in there. So, yeah, full strength Cowboys side. 
um, name there. And the Titans, they've mm. got their big guns playing as well. Tino, the captain, Foran's in. Furmore returns. Um, Foran will only play half a game. He told Raddick Golf. There you go. So, <laughs> <laughs> Foz is only going to play half a game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the return of both for more. Yeah. Um, yeah, to, definitely. When, when him and Fafita are on the field at the same time, unbelievable. One on mm. the right, one on the left. I'd put, I'd, I'd have for more um, on the left edge. He's incredible, and I have Davy on the on the right. At, um, but who knows what's going to happen there this year because of the relationship that Kieran Foran and David Fafita created on the left. Mm. So it'd be very interesting to see how they line injured. up. Yeah, um, he named it fullback, which is great. I yeah. Think. Yeah, but this, this is good for a couple of reasons. One, Brimson means he stays in the centres where everyone wants to see him play. And mm-hmm. two, for your fantasy league, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, he, he's a very cheap player in fantasy, Kenny. And um, the more time he spends in the NRL is great for my side. I've been tirelessly working over the past two weeks to try and get my uh, team sorted. And the Miso's on board too. She's, uh, she's got a team this Is year. she? Yeah. I, I, mate, I would love it if she beats you. Well, we're, we're we're all in a draft, and it's it's this Saturday night. I'm a bit nervous because she might get a higher a draft position than me, which means she might get a few better players. So. I can't. I could not think of anything worse than staying home on a Saturday night and doing a draft. Like, I can't wait, Daddy. <laughs> I can't wait. Seriously, what's going on with <laughs> you kids nowadays, mate? Last year, I drew up a full plan of all the teams, you, what rounds they were what? in, what when they had a buy. All my preferred picks. Can't you just do auto pick? I won. I won um, amongst all my mates. I won three hundred bucks one year by doing NFL. What is it called again? Fantasy. Yeah. I just auto pick. Now this is a draft. So once a player picks a picks a player, you can't get him. No, no. But I I, I had a draft where we just auto picked. Right. Yeah. So whoever's left, <laughs> and I just auto picked, and I won. The only change I made was I had Drew Brees from. The New Orleans Saints, I had him as my quarterback and he had an unbelievable year. There that was go. it. Got him cheap. Mm. So just put auto on, mate, and let it pick auto. Nah, it, it'll it'll come. It. Why not? Can't do it. Are you saying that you're a better at picking a team, a squad, than the algorithm of a program? Yep. You're an idiot. <laughs> I got runners up last year. Well, that's not winning. Hey, hey uh, Crichton's to make his debut at the Dogs. Uh, Sexy's named in the 21 jersey. Um, and Drew Hutchison named at yeah, seven. I thought Sexton would have pushed his way into starting over over Hutchison last week. He, I just reckon they're given game time in their legs. Yeah. And so I Sexton think, was outstanding. Yeah, you'll see him again. Because mm. are they allowed to have, what, maximum 22 players again or something like that? Uh, I think. Just 28. 28. Yeah. So um, yeah. he'll play. Yeah. He'll do, he'll play some time, and uh, Ponga is in for the Knights clash against Melbourne and Fiji. Yeah, what a trip that is. Fiji, I know. How good. I know. What are we doing? Bit of Carver. Hey, make sure you get into our NRL tipping. Uh, join the Sports Day tipping comp. Just head to SENQ or SEN League Instagram for all the details. Uh, if you need the code, we've got that as well. Uh, SCZFH977. When it comes to uh, a brand of hot water that comes on steady, hot and strong. Choose Ream. Visit nrltipping.scn.com.au. Break time. This is Sports Day. We're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. 
Hello, welcome back to the show. Jason Matthews here tonight. Sats returns tomorrow night from his holiday. He's already rang me today. He is very excited about everything being cheap. In fact, in Vietnam, he didn't barter. Nah, I'm not going to barter. Everyone barters. I'm just going to pay him full price. In fact, he bartered when he bought something and they gave him change. He didn't barter. Paid full tote and they gave him change because they felt sorry for him. Yeah, we'll hear all those stories tomorrow on Sports Day. The MCG boss, Stuart Fox, has expressed full confidence that the MCG will be in good touch for round one of the AFL despite the work ahead following three Taylor Swift concerts. Now, I believe three quarters of the surface has to be replaced. I mean, you've had you've had a fair whack of 288,000 people. Not all of them been on the grass, but you've had a fair whack of people on there. And they had some serious um, heavy-duty matting down as well, but three-quarters of it, which will need to be uh, replaced. Um, they've still got about 21 days until the AFL season kicks off at the MCG. Forget, don't forget, round one is in Brisbane and Sydney. So or round zero, I think the AFL are calling it as well. Geez, where'd they get that from? Uh, so there'll be an extra week until the Melbourne teams play. So maybe this is part of the plan. Uh, you may remember last year, half the ground service was relayed just 13 days out from the season opener because of Ed Sheeran. So they've got an extra week this time, so I'm sure everything at the G uh, will be all right. But we've seen surfaces struggle. Like the Suncorp, was it Ed Sheeran last year? There was a couple of concerts back-to-back, and I think it was Ed Sheeran, and I, I don't know who the other one was. But again, it struggled to recover. It took ages, and I think they had to relay it again. Eventually. But where else do you put, where else do you have concerts with 100,000 people? There's nowhere else. And Sydney Football Stadium is going to go through that this weekend. Not Sydney Football Stadium, sorry. Um, uh, what's it called now out at Homebush? I forget what it's called. Uh, a core stadium. It's going to go through the same thing. She's got four concerts of 80,000 people at a core from uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday nights in Sydney. So that's going to have to be resurfaced. That's four nights of massive crowds. But where else do you have them? As long as no players get injured from, you know, shifting grass or, or, or soil or whatever, then everything should be okay. So there you go. MCG should be ready for round one of the AFL in around about three weeks' time. Break time. This is Sports Day. We'll wrap up the show next. Uh, and I'm getting excited. The first T20 tomorrow night against the Kiwis happening in New Zealand. Um, very pumped for that. Of course, you can hear all that live on SCN and via the SCN app. We're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to about to wrap the show up. Um, I just see in my notes here, of course, we've got the, the first T20 tomorrow, as I said just before on SCN. You can listen via the SEN app, download that wherever you get your apps from. But a massive, massive weekend of cricket. There's three uh, T20, so tomorrow night, Friday night, and Sunday afternoon, there's an earlier game. I think it kicks off around about, I don't know, 11 o'clock Australian time. But also this weekend, starting on SEN, we've got the supercars. They are back. Matty White taking control of the wheel. Get what I mean by that? Um, this weekend... Plus, we've got live coverage on the app of England versus India as well, which is a fascinating test series. Uh, England 
their worst defeat or India's biggest win. But I see the World Test Championship rankings out today. New Zealand are on top, um, but they haven't really. I mean, they just beat South Africa, a third-string South African team. Australia third. I think Sri Lanka are number two at the moment or something like that. But sitting second last in eighth spot, and they've played a lot more cricket, is England. Their percentage rate is absolutely pathetic. How's Basball going for you? England. And you know what annoys me about Basball? Australia were the first to do that years ago. There's a couple of openers we had called Hayden and Langer, who used to get us off to Flyers. And then we had some bloke batting at seven called Gilchrist, who'd come in and just blow the opposition apart. That's after Ponning's had a crack, the wars of it. Like Steve Waugh once said, yeah, we're going to score at four, four and a half and over. We've been doing this for years. So just just be careful, England. You, it's not working for you. Maybe you don't have the talent. All right, before we go, bushfire season updates. Um, thanks to Firecoat. There's no current bushfire warnings. Um, though, keep up to date with qfest.queensland.gov.au. Uh, community update. Thanks to the new Firecoat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions. That's unbelievable. Available at Bunnings Warehouse. Going to go. Sats returns tomorrow night. We'll catch you then for Sports Day. See ya. Goodbye.